It's that time again. Dream stories time. It is. Or dream time right now. Dream time, dream time. Yes. Dream. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what isn't I'm doing, but my little head's bobbing, bobbing right now to the music. Isn't there a, like a kid's TV show or something like dream time or dream? Isn't there adventure something? time. <laughs> dream time. <laughs> well, adventure time. Dream time is adventure time. Adventure time is like a dream, isn't it? It dream? is like a dream. It is a dream, isn't For it? For those of you who don't know adventure it's time. It's kind of weird. We grew up in the era when, uh, at least our and I, kids. Probably, we grew up in the era when cartoons were just very simple. Yeah. Our kids grew up in the era when their entire alternate realities. Yes, weird stuff. In, in their cartoons. Yes. Yes. So. Adventure Time's really strange. It's about yeah. a guy and his talking dog. It's living. hard for me. I, I actually kind of <laughs> like Adventure Time. It is pretty. It is pretty good. So, <laughs> guy and his talking dog in an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like maybe post-apocalyptic. I think it is. Yeah. There's no bubblegum. Kind of zum- I was gonna say there's no zombies, but maybe there's. Well, there's the gumdrop things in the banana guard. So mm-hmm. they they're not really zombies, but they're strange. Yeah. Yeah. The candy and cookie people. Yes. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to our dream. This could be a dream. I wonder if Adventure Time came through somebody having like a strange dream. It's very possible. I, I mean, it I'm just gonna... seems. We need to check on that because okay. it seems like it should be. Maybe. You yeah. know, I, we're sitting here. We're about to talk about some some topics, and I'm just having this inspiration of talking about other stuff. My goodness. Well, talk about something. I was thinking about, you know, we were having uh, some coffee with people today, and we were talking about spiritual experiences and dreams. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking about, I don't know, just how we can have some really unique encounters in dreams. And it can be. You know, uh, this per- one of the people that we were... Uh, fellowshipping with is that okay? That sounds really churchy, doesn't it? <laughs> we we were hanging out with and you. having coffee. I'm pretty sure. I think we went way beyond breakfast. What, it isn't there a painting where there's the Last Supper? Yeah, and everybody's like hanging around it, the table. Yes, and I'm pretty sure. I, I've, I have this vision of redoing that painting. I'm not going to redo it. I with just want to take biscuits. it. Not Jack's, but uh, a cup of like Starbucks coffee or. What is the new one? Coffee Bullet or whatever it is. I don't know. Caribou coffee. Caribou coffee. Yeah, a cup of caribou coffee and you know Jesus is gonna be sitting there with a cup. Caribou of Caribou coffee and a and a croissant. Yeah, I don't know about croissant. Okay, that's not I like southern. It's hot gonna be chocolate a biscuit. And a croissant. The hot chocolate and a biscuit. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So anyway, we're having breakfast with some folks. Yeah, today. and and so the person says, "Hey, can you tell me what you think about this dream?" And it it wasn't a dream; it was a spiritual encounter. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, we've talked in the past sometimes about dead people mm-hmm. and coming into dreams or being people who've passed on, and this was a dream about somebody who had passed away coming and taking this big ball of light and putting it inside the person who was dreaming. Yeah, and they said, what does that mean? Yeah, I said, what does it mean? It means <laughs> you they, can't interpret that. That's there's just... a seed been sown in your spirit. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is kind of revealing how mystical we really are. Some yeah, people may but, think it's really, really strange. Well, I mean, they go back and listen to our podcasts on deceased you know, saints in dreams and yeah. deceased people in dreams. Uh and 
you know. You had a spiritual encounter with your grandmother coming in, talking to you, and giving you vital information. A big piece of advice, yeah. And it was was very encouraging. It was discouraging, but encouraging. Because when you got to the... She gave you a time frame like two and a half, three and a half years. This is going to play out. And you were like, this will be over in a month or two. And And it it, it wasn't. It took as long as she said it would in the dream. So. it wasn't a dream. It was actually more of an encounter. She, she walked into your room and you kind of saw her, right? She did. But those kind of encounters with spiritual beings, mm-hmm. whether we call it deceased loved ones, mm-hmm. I mean, because as a Christian, my God is not the God of the dead. He's the God of the living. So if a person was born again, as mm-hmm. we say in the Christian community, mm-hmm. if they were serving God as a, a believing Christian, mm-hmm. then we believe they're not dead. Right. They're living with God, and, and she is living with God, and she walked into the room. Well, you know, the Lord says in his word, he says... I'm, We've really stretched here now. We have. There's a... Um, he knows the numbers of hairs on our head, so our days are numbered. Yeah. Now, I know that's hard because, um, you know, we pray for people, you know, being healed and that they wouldn't die, and you know, but if he knows the number of our days, he's sovereign, there's something that... You know, at least this is how we believe. You know, we understand right. everybody else may not believe that, but that's that's the perspective we're coming from when we're sharing what we know about dreams and what we understand about dreams. So when someone, I would say, is about to what some people say is transition over, people, you know, there's that sounds that that what that just sounds really well. Transition is better than dying. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. But see, this is a topic <laughs> that no matter how we talk about it, we're going to have groups of people who think we're weird. That's okay. We're weird. Either, I you think know, people you're already have know that. Churchy people who listen to this who think <laughs> that we're weird because you just said transitioning over, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have people who are not Christians think we're weird because we're talking about, uh, you know, having encounters with living dead people. Well, let me just say this. I would say, and and I don't want to offend anybody by the color of their skin or the race or what they believe, but but predominantly African-Americans, at least in the South, say transitioning. That's true. I don't have a problem with it. And most white people, can I say white people? I think that's good. Most white people say they passed away. That's very permanent and sounds like nothing else can happen. When you put it that way, transitioning sounds a lot better. Transitioning is better. Although when when an African-American says that to a white person, they go, yeah, sister so-and-so transitioned. And I thought, what do they transition to? It took me a long time to understand that they transitioned over to glory. Well, like, they, I mean, I was being serious. They actually did transition to a new job. They did. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, my thought okay. process we're, was... We're off topic. So well, my thought process was going to when my dad was about to transition, and I didn't know it. I was clueless. You know, we were on a, we were on sabbatical at the time. My parents came to where we were on, on our sabbatical, and my... M- my, I had a dream that my aunt called me and said she wanted to talk to my dad, and my aunt had passed away. Mm-hmm. And I said, first of all, you have passed away. You cannot talk to my dad. You're dead. And she goes, no, I need to talk to him. I'm like, no, he, you can't talk to him. And then he went home the next week, went in the hospital, never came home, and he passed away. Yeah. My sister-in-law had a similar dream that my aunt came to her and told her. So, you know, that's, to me, 
that's a spiritual thing that is happening. You know, that it's in, it's in the spiritual realm that we may not understand completely, but heaven knows about it. Is that okay yeah. to say? Yeah, no, I think that's good. And and I think about it, those are all all the examples we've talked about so far are people who have transitioned like that. See, I can use that yes. word too. People who have transitioned, who have passed away, who've gone on to glory, who've you know. Reach the other side. I can think of a dozen more mm-hmm. if we need to. But anyway, you know the point. Uh, but we also have dreams that allow us to have encounters with spiritual beings. Because we believe that we're not the only thing created in the universe. Right. Well, you know, and that's right. And so I was going to talk about, you know, some other things. I don't know how far I want to go today. But I, I was thinking about the young man who, the person who was had transitioned years before, and this young man loved him. And so the, the person who was sharing the dream today, this was her son, and she was saying, hey, this this person who he admired came to him and pushed this ball of white light into him. What does that mean? That was an encounter. I don't even, and now some people say, oh, that's getting into some weird stuff. Well, but but think about this. We talk about dreams as being metaphorical and needing interpretation. They're not necessarily something that just occurs at night or when you're asleep. So you could have a daydream or you could have a night vision, something more literal. But for me, I think one of the things I love about talking about dreams is there is an element of that needing interpretation. What is this? Yeah. Is kind of what you ask when this because we have to wrap our mind around this person who has passed away showing up. And here's the thing. If you call it a dream, it's easier to accept it than if we say the person who had passed away mm-hmm. showed back up and it was an encounter with them. Right. It's much easier. We're much more comfortable with saying there was an encounter in the dream. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my mentor... Uh, John Paul Jackson. I was just going to mention that. Talked to me about an issue I had because as a Christian, I was sharing with him on one day Mm -hmm. that I had never had an encounter with a heavenly being, an angel, if you want to call it that. And he used to talk about some experiences like that. Right. I said, I've never had anything like that. And that very night, I had the dream that we talked about. I think we talked about it in the first podcast. Our very very first first podcast. podcast. Yeah. An encounter with the uh, cutting my tongue off. Right. And it was an angel who showed up and, and cut my tongue off. Well, that's not the dream I was thinking about. Well, well, I'll, I'll finish this one and then okay. you can remind me which one you're talking about. <laughs> okay. But, but if, you re- if you remember or if you go back and listen to that first podcast, she pulled this angel, this female angel, pulls my tongue out, cuts it off, pulls it out again, mm-hmm. cuts it off. And this whole concept of what's going on with that. And, and, I was sharing it with my mentor the next day, and he says to me something I'd never considered. He said, yes, that was a dream, but that was still an actual encounter with an angel. Exactly. Because angels, heavenly beings, whatever we want to call them, they are spiritual. They don't have to show up in flesh and blood, even though we do know that the Bible tells us that we entertain angels unaware sometimes because they take the form of human beings. They can show up in flesh and blood, but they're spiritual. They don't have to. They can literally show up in an otherwise metaphorical dream. Well, what happened after um, the veil was torn in the temple 
um, who was seen walking in the streets well, of Jerusalem? The, the Bible in the New Testament says the saints of old were seen walking in the streets now, of Jerusalem. Now, it didn't just say one or two people. Many of them. It says the saints of old. And not only that, it says they were seen by many. Right. So it wasn't just a random somebody says, oh, I think I saw Moses. Or, you right. know, hey, I think Noah just walked down the street. And And you think about that. If the Bible is true, which we believe it is, literally true. Yeah. If the Bible is true, then there had to be some conversation because who knew what Noah looked like or well, what it, whoever it was. Right, and not only that, it was for a purpose. Yeah. That's the, we do have to keep that into consideration. It can't be for our, our own pleasure. It can't be something that we are just continually seeking out. I, we don't seek to have... Um, I don't look for encounters we don't look for that. with spiritual beings, angelic or demonic. But I when don't it look comes, for encounters with deceased loved ones. Right. It's God's choice whether he sends those things exactly. or not. That's a big deal between biblical, because we're talking to, our topic today is hitting on something that's really difficult to talk about in a sort of neutral stance, like we try and take on the show. We do. Because we want people of all faiths and all backgrounds to be comfortable learning about dreams. But this idea of spiritual beings showing up in a dream necessarily has to relate to our spiritual understanding of it, to mm-hmm. our Christian faith. And so for Christians who are listening to this show, this may be very difficult for them it to grasp. It may be hard for them to swallow. And yeah. they would struggle with the difference between necromancy, right, uh, calling up the dead in an occultic fashion, mm-hmm. and what we're talking about today. And the simple answer for folks like that, whether it be in a dream or an encounter that's more literal, it doesn't matter, the simple answer is that Jesus, who Christians look to as uh, their uh, the, the Son of God, their Savior, Jesus has an encounter with a deceased person that's, that's for, you know, is described in Scripture. In the New Testament. Who was that? He has an encounter with Moses. He has, actually has an encounter with Moses and Elijah. Right. And some people would say, well, you know, some people would say, well, Elijah wasn't really dead because he got he caught, caught up, up in the in whirlwind. whirlwind. But um, Moses was dead. I mean, wherever he went to, he came frame, back from, which is still pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty miraculous. Yeah. Yeah. But Moses, the, you know, Jude talks about Moses body being contended for by Michael, exactly. one of the angels his and, and his bones mm-hmm. and Satan. And mm-hmm. so he was, he was dead. So uh, if you're a Christian listening to this show, don't think we're completely weird. We don't have time to go through teaching kind of stuff on but that. We would be happy but to, Hey, glad to point you to things. Absolutely. But, but this concept of spiritual beings and uh, people who have stepped into eternity, so to speak, um, being in our dreams or encountering them in various ways in a dreamlike state right, is just really fascinating. It is. And, you know, I think about not just like this man coming in and, and even though he has transitioned on putting this ball of light into this young man, it speaks of, even if you wanted to interpret that as a dream, it still means the same thing. It still means the same thing. There's still something implanted in him. A seed of light has been put within him, you know. Yep. Um, I think sometimes uh, Christians refuse weird things because they're weird. And it's hard for them to comprehend and explain it 
And so we run away from it. And well, I did yeah. for many, many years. And I struggled is, with a lot of this. This hit me so hard when I first heard our mentor teaching on it. But there there were so many scriptural examples to back it up. I was going to say, if you're a Christian and you run away from weird things, then you probably can't read the Bible. Well, you always use an example, which I think is a great example. Um, and people really, I mean, if you want to just say, okay, that's Old Testament, New Testament, everything's new. I don't think so because New Testament, you know, who we who we follow, we, we follow the teachings of Jesus. He was following the teachings of his you know, forefathers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's just amazing to but me. But you give an example. You, oh, go ahead. You go give ahead. an example. I am going to touch on the dream that you, that you have, but you give because an example. I'm curious which one it was now. So. Well, okay. Go ahead, go let's, ahead. Okay. You're all right. You give an example a lot of times of, uh, uh, was it Daniel? No, it wasn't Daniel. It was um, not Elijah or Elisha. Are, are you talking about? Suspended. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Was it Ezekiel? It, I believe it was Ezekiel. Yes, you said yeah. he, you know, you talk about him being in Scripture, how it describes him. He, he's suspended between heaven and earth. And the Hebrew actually says he's spinning. Yep. That's some weird stuff. And so, so many people don't want to believe that supernatural things happen, but they do. Yeah. And sometimes it's not until you experience them that you're willing to accept them. And Listen, I you know if I'm willing to talk about dreams and spend most of my um, ministry life, if that's what you want to call it, most of my travel and stuff that's that I help other uh, leaders, but a lot of the things I go and teach on is dreams. Yeah, in various parts of the world, if I'm willing to do that, I have to already be willing to take on some challenging topics. And the key to me for anybody who's listening to this, particularly if it's something that is troublesome, is is dig in and figure out for yourself. Yeah. Don't just believe it is or it isn't real because we said it. Dig in and figure out for yourself. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. Right. We push uh, the edges of things to learn and to grow. So uh, this this whole concept of spiritual beings and such appearing or showing up in dreams i understand it pushes the edge i get that but it's a powerful powerful thing and there's so many stories of encounters of this form and a lot of people are are at times afraid to share them Mm -hmm. because they are out there on the edge right so, but what, what dream were you The dream about I was that? thinking about, I mean, it wasn't necessarily like a light being imparted to you, but I was thinking about the dream you had had about your mentor, one of your mentors, and um, where mm-hmm. he comes to you and he shows you a gun. Oh, and that cool and it was gun. such a weird, it was such a weird, unique dream, though, but it caught your attention. And I'm pretty sure it got, we previously have um, talked on one of our podcasts about invention dreams and stuff like that. It kind of gave you a solution, I'm pretty sure, to something you were kind of wondering about. But I just remember there being a a, a fireplace within oh, yeah, <laughs> within was, the gun, was, and this is one of those things where where. But the he came to you, and physical he, reality doesn't have to match what's going on in your dream because he gave me a flintlock shotgun that was a rifle, but the flintlock part of it had a fireplace with a little. Um, Wood, uh, you know, the, what do you call it? The little wood uh, 
place where you could st- stack the wood up mm-hmm. to put in the fire over to the side, and you could put wood over into the fireplace, and the flintlock would go forward and spark it on the fire. Yeah, and it functioned like a shotgun with a directed uh, bullet target, target yeah, yeah. that came out of it. it was, but the it was interesting wild. thing to me was in the dream, he can't. JP came to you and he said. I've left you something. You said, oh, I know. You left me that that thing. He goes, no, 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 no. I left you that. Now pick it up. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was I something did. like that? Yeah. And so, which in some ways was very similar to the dream we heard about today. That's what I was saying. Which in the dream earlier today, we heard about uh, a, a ball of light being put inside of someone. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it was about an inheritance. Yeah. It, it was hidden. Right. But it was hidden in the open. Right. And, and he said, go pick it up, go take it. And I knew what was really cool was that in that dream, I knew that there were other gifts he had left hidden for me that yeah. I had not found yet. Well, the reason why earlier, I, I love that. And I think what I, what I was trying to say, I want to tie something back in that I was saying in the beginning, how. Oh, let me say my, something real quick. Okay. It's not that we believe that John Paul Jackson left me important stuff, but he left a spiritual inheritance pointing me to things from my perspective that God had left through him for me. I just want to be clear on that for the folks who may be listening. Yeah, I've lost my train of thought now. I'm sorry. That's okay. I do that to you all the time. I'm sorry. I was going to tie something in about my when I was talking about how my aunt had called about my father passing away. You You know, how that was, how heaven understands that. We may not understand that, but eternity understands that. But that... um. Oh, I can't remember. I was going to tie it into something. Oh, well. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll, it'll come it. to me. Yeah. It'll come to me. But it's just unique how, uh, you know, we should not, oh, I know, we should not ignore uh, when someone who is deceased comes to us in a dream, we should not ignore that. Because when, when uh, my mom showed up in a dream a few months back, I'm, I, we did a whole podcast about, or at least half of one, about how, you know, I felt my mother coming and hugging me, and I didn't know right. who it was, and it felt, it was real. It was so real to me as if you were hugging me. And um, she she was coming to me, but I didn't know it was her, but I'm looking at my friend, friend from high school who works in the city here and his mom who was in a wheelchair, and I... I didn't tie the two together at the time, but she was about to transition over. My mom, who appeared in the dream, this is my take on it. I'm just going to interpret. My mother was coming to kind of confirm. My mother knew she was coming. Yeah. My mother knew she was about to go home. Uh, now, my friend didn't know that, and I should have been obedient and tell, to tell him, hey, I dreamed my mother, you know, came and hugged me, and I'm just going to say, you know, treasure the time you have with your mom and because you don't know how long it's going to be. I wouldn't tell somebody their parent, their loved one's about to pass. I didn't know that for sure. But th- there's something that happens that we, we don't need to ignore. So I'm just saying don't ignore little things like that. That was my mom. She came and hugged me. Mm, that was now there's different types of messages that you hear, you well, know. Yeah, but and and the thing I think you need to think about is just because someone who's passed away or a spiritual being shows up in a dream, 
doesn't make that dream more important than another dream. I'm just saying don't disregard it. But it it does say there is something significant here you need to pay attention to. Well, especially not not in the case for my mom or, you know, that sort of thing. But when someone's giving you something or giving you an instruction or telling you something. Now, it does need to... It does need to line up, you know, with some things that um, there's confirmation for that says this this is sound. Well, and for you a Christian, should, it better line up with the Word of listen, God. Listen, if you line up with the Bible, yes, and exactly, especially for believers. So, if you right, have you questions should. about that, and it's something that you're confused about or that you've experienced and it scares you, shoot us an email. We're happy to try to share what we believe and what we feel and what we see. Ask us on the Facebook page. Yeah. Maybe other people have had this, have the same questions. That's a, I mean, the Dream Stories podcast Facebook page, it's it's there for some of that kind of function. So yeah. don't feel bad about asking some of those questions. Well, or the Dream Stories website, mydreamstories.com. You can, there's forums there to ask some of those questions. They're, they're called, I think the forum category is called general dream questions. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be for interpreting a dream. So, when I first went to the, a dream class that John Paul Jackson had been teaching, and I'm not to raise him up or lift him up. He just happened to be the one who really helped who us, taught us break right. out of our mental <laughs> rigidness of where we had put, I believe, God, our creator, in a box. He he cannot be contained. I mean, he's all-knowing, all-powerful. All and once we think we have him figured out 100%, he will show us, I am more than that. Yeah, And so... You know, he was just happened to be the first one to to introduce us to the understanding that God still really speaks. But the dom- denomination that I grew up in, you know, anything to do with anything that had passed away was passed away. You did not touch it, talk about it, experience it late at night. So I'm having this dream where my aunt's coming to me, and it, you know, I'm like, "What do I do?" I I, I thought I was committing some kind of horrible sin. What, and you and had I, people I, I went, who, if you had talked to them about they it, would have said, they yes, would have you told are. you yeah, it was Don't talk to that. That's all. Mm-mm. That's from the enemy, you know. And uh, I know. And I'm not saying that can't be. It, it can be. That's exactly right. I believe it can be. And so we do have to be careful with that, you know. There, especially, and I'm really speaking from probably my my personal belief and experience in walking with the Lord, you know. Uh, which is coming probably from a personal perspective. And that's kind of hard for that not to come across when we're sharing, you know, what we believe. Because we're looking at it from a ancient Hebraic, you know, understanding of how how right. we interpret dreams. And it's not just about dreams. It's about understanding dreams and visions and everything that kind of goes along and with that. <laughs> Super now, I think we need to maybe expand our... <laughs> And in the coming year, we may have to expand our, you know, title of what we're, you know, sharing. And and we do teach on dreams and visions, and that is important. But there's other things that happen while we're sleeping. Yeah, they do. And and and, I mean, I, I just think it's I think it's amazing to me what kind of uniqueness there is to the the spiritual world that we have relegated to nothing in the Western culture. And even the people who are supposed to be spiritual church people, quote unquote, you know, have stepped away from the supernatural and dreams are supernatural. They are. They're spiritual experiences. So why would we think 
a spiritual experience like a dream must be devoid of other types of spiritual experiences. Exactly. They, they function together. They flow together. Well, here's the thing. If, if, if our premise is from a Christian perspective, which it is, Jesus' birth was framed and spoken about and predicted, told, foretold, this is coming. In dreams. In dreams. And, and, and actually, it fits his birth fits this this discussion we're saying today because Joseph actually had uh, two different dreams in which he had encounters with spiritual beings, angels, who gave him messages that preserved Jesus' life. Now, the other end of the bookmark is actually uh, uh, Pilate's wife who has a dream that says that this is an innocent man, effectively, and, and results yeah. in Pilate wiping his hands clean and saying, I can't condemn him. You know, you you do it, but I'm not going to. Uh, but the first side of that, the front side of that, is an angelic encounter in a dream with Joseph. Yeah. Right there. And so if you're saying, well, it's all, that stuff doesn't that, happen. That passed away. That was Old Testament. No. And it's right it's at the beginning. In the beginning it of, is. of Jesus' life. It really and, is. And probably Jesus wouldn't be around if it hadn't been for that dream encounter yeah. with an angel that Joseph had. It's so, pretty powerful. It is indeed. Angels, spiritual beings, we didn't even touch on the the uh, dark side of that and the demonic type of experience. That's where I was going to go a, in the beginning, but there wasn't room for it. You yeah, know, we we, just, maybe a topic yeah. we'll take up uh, maybe next week or sometime soon. Well, we'll let me just say this. If we seem uh, just like we, we were hesitating sometimes, it's because we had a whole other topic. And I just, <laughs> I just threw this topic out there after we started the music, Michael. Looked at me like, Whoa, that's what? Well, I thought that was a curveball. That's okay. That's, that's we, we tell you all the time. We don't try and script this. This we is don't. just about having conversation. I think it's much more fun when we just have conversation. Yeah. Even if we kind of know where our topic's going to be, yeah. it, it's better not scripted. It's better just to be real with people. And I think that's what I enjoy about it. I hope you guys, as our listeners, do. But our time's up today. So I'll remind you again if you're a listener and you're enjoying this. Visit us on Facebook at Dream Stories Podcast, on our website at www.mydreamstories.com, or listen to us on your favorite podcasting service, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, all kinds of things like that. So uh-huh. I don't even know the names. I would of butcher them, the so. names. I like it yeah. when you do it better. <laughs> yeah, so, so visit us, rate us, rank us, review us. I don't even know what you call that. Uh, share us. Uh, we would just love it, and uh, we uh, love taking this time together with you and hope you enjoy it. Let us know if you do. It really is a blessing to us to hear from you. Yes. So with that, we're done with yet another episode of Dream Stories. There you go. And I need to close the way I always do and say keep dreaming. <laughs>